Welcome to Street Stories, a podcast of real, raw, and unfiltered stories of homelessness told by Skip Finkfish, founder and pastor of Word on the Street Homeless Ministries. Please be advised, these stories are for a mature audience. Our goal is to bring you as close to the reality of homelessness as we can, one story at a time. First day I met Dale was at the uh, Sunday dinner. And there was a guy, he had a late model uh, red Firebird. A pretty nice car. And um, he came to the meal in the Firebird. And parked over on the side and got out of the car and came over and kind of hung around, walking around in the back of the parking lot when I was teaching, and then got something to eat and then took it over to his car, took a plate over to his car to sit in his car to eat. He didn't sit with anybody. That was, you know, the group, a couple hundred people for the Sunday dinner. And afterwards, he hung out in the car and we fed everybody, everybody was gone, Tore everything down, packed it all back up again, getting ready to leave. And he gets out of the car and he comes walking towards me. And he start, he stops about, you know, six, eight feet away from me in the parking lot. And I was just, you know, hi, can I help you? You know, and he's, he just hands in his pockets and head down and he's pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in front of me, just back and forth not looking at me, looking at the ground and just pacing back and forth. And then he stops right in front of me and still with his head down, looking at the ground. He says to me, I'm an addict. Don't believe anything I tell you because I'm going to lie. I'm going to say anything that I can say and anything that I need to say to get out of you what I need. I will steal from you. I'm an addict. Don't trust me. Don't give me any money. If you give me money, I'm going to use it. And I told him I don't give anybody money, but I mean, I'll give you anything else. I'll give you my shoes, you know, whatever you need. I'm just not going to give you any money. He said, well, I'm an addict. And he just, he kept saying, I'm an addict. And then he would say, because he is, don't do this. Don't do that. And he told me, he said, I always, I will lie to you. I will take advantage of you. I will steal from you. This is the first time I've ever met the man. First time I've ever heard him talk. And uh, so it was an interesting experience. So anyway, after he walked back and forth and said his piece, he went over and he got in the car and drove off. Um, He started coming weekly. And as he started coming, then I started, you know, we started breaking the ice a little bit and I'd have conversation with him whenever. Come to find out that Dale was a master carpenter. He was a cabinet builder. He was a furniture builder. He was a master carpenter. And that was where he made his money. But drugs had taken over his life like it does. Uh, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your education level is. I don't care what your finances are. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. If you get into the position that so many people do, it will eat your lunch. It will steal everything from you. And so the car was the last thing that Dale had, and he lived in it. 
because he lost everything else, including his wife, including his brother who was in construction. And um, so he was completely alone and living in his car and with that skill set. So he was doing odd jobs and um, not, not doing very well. Well, long story short, um, sleeping in the car and in the wrong place, and it got towed and impounded. And he didn't have the money to get it out of the impound. So he came to me and asked me if I could pay the 150 or no, I think it was 300 to get his car out of the impound. And I said, one of the very first things that you ever said to me was don't give me any money. And I said to you, I don't give money. And he said, okay. Because, he, you know, I told him, you said, I lie. I'll say anything to get money out of you. And $300 is a lot of money. And that could be, you know, five or six tenths for other people. That There's all kinds of things that could happen with that 300 And if I give it to you and none of this is true. And plus, I do not want to ever be responsible for promoting your habit in any way, shape, or form. You, I give you $300 and you overdose. That's what we just can't go there. So over time, Dale and I actually got pretty close, um, close to the point where uh, I brought him into my home. Uh, he remodeled uh, some kitchen cabinets and he built some cabinetry for me uh, in my home. Uh, this would have been about 12 years ago or so. And uh, we became pretty good friends. And uh, he really began to curb the drug problem, but he started replacing it with, the, with alcohol. And so, um, you know, your natural ice, typically steel reserve, something that is, has the highest percentage of, of alcohol in the can and is cheap. So he would buy, you know, at the end of a day, uh, he would work different construction jobs or day labor or whatever. But then his goal was to, to get a case of 24 on the way home. And that's what he lived on. Um, his skills never decreased. He was, he was an amazing carpenter. He got a job at uh, the Florida Mall. And uh, they were remodeling at the Florida Mall, and he got a job there in, in carpentry. And in the back of the mall, there was like the construction area where they kept all the materials and, you know, the, all the supplies for the construction stuff that was going on, the remodeling that was going on in the mall. And Dale uh, got to work a little early, so he got to work, I believe it was around 9 o'clock, uh, when they didn't have to, uh, I don't think they began working till 10 or maybe even 11 and then worked over, worked over night. Um, the next morning, uh, Dale's body was found in the, uh, in the construction area. Um, sometime during, you know, sometime during the night or the next morning, or I don't know when or how, but 
he was uh, he was uh, shot um, directly in the chest three three rounds and stabbed. I don't remember. I think it was seven or eight times, and he died in the construction area at the Florida Mall. Um, he, in his camps, he had absolutely the most amazing camps of any camps that I've ever been in. Uh, he would take tarps and cut limbs out of trees and build, <laughs> he would build structures out of limbs and tarps. Uh, he had a bathhouse with, you know, with a, a, a gravity-fed shower in it. And uh, he had these five... Uh, 55 gallon drums lined up and a bamboo pole in the middle and then a palm frond the, the bottom of the palm frond where it opens up you know you cut the leafy stuff off and then you've got this like tray kind of you know scoop kind of thing and he screwed that or nailed that to the top of the post and then uh, he had a tarp with a hole in it over top of that and it spread between the trees. So every time it rained, it would catch the water and it would come down through the hole. And he had blankets over the drums and then the rain would come down through the hole onto that frond and down the frond and into the, into the blanket on the top of the barrel. And when the barrel got full, he just turned that and then filled up the next one. The barrel got full, he turned that and filled up the next one. Incredibly creative guy, and he loved horseshoes. Um, he had some horseshoes, and I would go in there, and, and we'd talk. And I'd play horse, horseshoes with him for an hour at his camp in the woods. I said all that to say that here you have a skilled man, uh, very skilled, uh, who was who was very capable, he was friendly, he was intelligent, uh, and then he met drugs and lost everything. I say that not to shame you. I say that to encourage you. Uh, there's no way out. There's no way out. I don't know if it was a drug deal gone bad. Uh, that's, his, that's where my brain would go uh, that, that cost him his life because I've seen that uh, a number of times over the years where the drug deals went bad and it cost the person their life. So I miss him. Um, I still have some of his cabinetry uh, that was built in that particular house. I took it. And I still, you know, I took it out of the house and I still have it and I still use it. And um, I don't know, that's Dale. And I know a lot of Dales. You see a lot of these guys, and I'll finish with this. When you see a lot of these people, you would not believe the skill set that, that some of these people have. A tremendous skill set, especially working with their hands. Guys in construction and guys in cabinetry and guys in carpentry and guys in... Um, I'll tell you the story about another guy but he uh, in another podcast, but his name's Brian. And, and he, is, uh, he used to be, uh, even just three or four years ago, five, six years ago, he was being flown around the country 
to pour concrete out of these big hydraulic, you know, the skill set's unbelievable. Air Force bases and airports and highway construction and all of that. And um, some wrong decisions have cost him, but I'll tell you about Brian later. I just want you to understand these are these are people. They are humans. They're smarter than you think they are. Uh, and they're stronger than you think they are. If you think that you can survive in the life that they're surviving in on the street and they're weak or stupid, they're neither. They're resilient, they're strong, they're smart, and you would do well to uh, have a few relationships with some of those people. They'll bring value into your life. So, rest in peace, Dale. I miss you. Thank you for watching this episode of Street Stories, brought to you by Word on the Street Homeless Ministries. Please follow us on Facebook at Watts for Homeless and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Watts for Homeless. If you would like to learn more information about our ministry here in Orlando, Florida, you can visit us at wattsforhomeless.com. And if you would like to be a monthly donor or give a one-time donation, you can visit wattsforhomeless.com forward slash give. Thank you.